Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it! So the uh, final January crime numbers for Indy are in Hammer, and they are uh, depressing, to say the least. What do we got? Right now, as of February 1st, Indianapolis, Indiana, we are on pace for 259 homicides. Wonderful. And what's depressing is that's not even the record. 271 was the record in 2021. And again, the last three years have been the three highest totals in the history of the city of Indianapolis. Here is Joe Hawkset talking about crime. We were very um, encouraged by the investments that we've been making. Uh, given the fact that our overall criminal homicide number in 2022 was below not only that of 2021, but also 2020. That's that's not something to brag about. (laughs) You're still pretty high there, bud. I mean, if that's your victory lap, well, we didn't set a record. Yeah, but all three of the biggest numbers of homicides this city has had, and it's a long, long history It's happened under your watch. So in January, 83 people were shot, 19 were stabbed, and 22 people were killed in 31 days. That's just in Indianapolis. Right. That's just Indy. The record for January was 24 back in 2021. 24 killed. Right. And that included a mass killing of six people at one instance. So do the math here. 83 shot, 19 stabbed. That's 102 people shot or stabbed in January. That's an average of 3.29 people shot or stabbed every single day. Somebody is killed in Indianapolis every 33.8 hours. And some of those are wholly preventable. Some of these people that are killing other people, shooting them dead, should be in jail. That should have already been in jail for previous violations, parole violations. You get like the guy that uh, killed the twenty-year-old on the north side. He should have been in jail. He should have been in. He should not have been out in the first place. So we always think of Chicago as like this epicenter of crime, like ground zero for crime and murder. Well, here's a little reality check. Chicago has three times the population of Indianapolis. Indy had 22 homicides in January. Chicago had 43. So if Indianapolis had the same population of Chicago, we would have 67 homicides to their 43. That's crazy. Per capita, we are outpacing Chicago when it's not even close. I mean, that's unacceptable. They're blaming it. They're blaming it on Indy's, Indy's gun laws. The guns are coming from Indiana. That's why the crime is so bad in Chicago. Remember that old chestnut? Right. That right. old excuse? Okay. And it's funny when you've got leaders of the city last year saying, well, if you have constitutional carry, everybody's going to have a gun. We're going to have a lot more shootings. The same people who said that are celebrating the fact that we did not set a record last year. So that argument kind of cancels itself out. It's not a gun culture. It's a bad repeat offender 
culture. That's what it is. And very rarely is it somebody doing their first crime. We've mentioned it before. We talked about it last hour. If you could find a way to lock up violent, violence, the key word here, violent habitual offenders, you will see the crime numbers get back to something respectable again. But people in the city don't want that to happen, whether it's prosecutor, whether it's the mayor, whoever runs for mayor, whether it's Hogsett, whether it's the folks trying to primary him, hell, whether it's Abdul, I don't know. I hope somebody finally addresses this. It's not going to be Hogsett. We know this. But per capita, Indy outpacing Chicago. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's, facts are facts. It's gross. Um, the IMPD said they're going to host a series of town halls on crime. Uh, they're going to happen every two weeks, and the first one is scheduled for next week. Now, each one of these is going to be at 6 o'clock in the evening. It's a virtual town hall with the respective police departments on each side of town. So February 7th, uh, the Southeast District, and then two weeks later, it's downtown, so on and so on. I, I like this idea, and I don't know if it's possible, but it just feels like these are things that need to be done in person. Maybe I'm alone on this. Maybe you can reach more people this way. But I think if you really want to make a connection, it's got to be in person. Okay, that's a good point. But you just said it yourself. I think you're reaching more people this way. More people that can't get out of the house, can't find a babysitter, uh, or maybe at work, or just uh, not available to, to go out that night. I think a virtual town hall is probably the next closest to the next best thing you could do. I don't mind that. I think what you're going to have, though, is the folks that probably need to watch that won't watch it. Now, I think if it were in their community and it was that night at a local rec center or whatever you have, the local high school gym, maybe more people would show up. But, man, it's just tough saying, listen, find time, get online, watch this. The people that are not committing crimes will watch it. But that's not who we're trying to reach here. So, But at this point, anything helps whatever helps.